Hello, welcome. It is Monday, July 31st, 2023. My name is Chris Reimer, and we are here with another edition of Testing the Equipment. Um, what's going on? Well, we had about five people in here, um, five, <laughs> five employees uh, talking, and uh, they were kind of just doing their thing. Um, while I was finishing up payroll for the restaurant. And, oh, hold on. Yeah, you know what that is. It's my day off. Um, and so uh, they were just going, and that will not be posted on, I don't think, I don't think they're going to post that on um, testing the equipment because they were really going, they were going hard on some topics. Maybe they will. Uh, Maeve uh, will be the one who will be editing that. And she's also going to, we did our first off-the-menu podcast, which you can find over um, on the off the menu portion of, yeah, the, I guess this menu or whatever. And it's going to be on our Instagram as well, the stacked social Instagram. So I just wanted to come on uh, and talk about uh, like a weekly update, uh, which I still have to do for the, the video portion, the weekly update. Uh, we had a really good week here at the restaurant. The weather was, um, man, was it hot. It was ridiculously hot during the week. Like, the heat indexes were uh, hundreds. Uh, it was in the high 90s, even this close to the lake. It was ridiculously hot. And uh, so nobody was sitting outside for about three days. And then we had some really crazy storms. But uh, that's all gone, and the, and the weather was nice. Yesterday and Saturday, our patio was packed. It was wonderful. Uh, staff did a great job. Kitchen killed it. Uh, wonderful, wonderful job. Uh, couldn't be happier with the way things were going for this past week. Uh, could we be busier? Yes, love to be busier. We would love more people here uh, in the restaurant. But um, irregardless, it is what it is. Uh, this is not a busy time of year, believe it or not, for us. We get through August and then September, um, and that's when we start really taking off again. So, so uh, as far as uh, myself uh, and the others, well, like I said, there was five other people that were here, and they were all talking uh, Maeve just got back. I wish she would have stuck around. They all had to leave because they all have things they got to do. Uh, she just got back from her trip to um, the West Coast, and we had other people that are leaving, uh, moving, and st- so forth. It's it's interesting with uh, being um, uh, the general manager or a manager here, and any and any job really. But for me here at this restaurant, um, you know, we opened in 2019, and I hired a bunch of people. Um, mostly college and high school kids. Uh, a couple of them were 14, 15 years old, had to get work permits and stuff like that. And one gal came in, her name is Jillian Brown, um, and she, um, great personality, you know, just wanted a job, never worked in a restaurant before. And she said, oh, I have friends, you might as well come in. Yeah, they all came in. Literally, she single-handedly staffed this restaurant with her and her friends, and um, it's been Ever since that, it's been somebody who knows somebody, they bring them in, and it just keeps going. The baton keeps getting passed down, which is great. Now, the bad side of that is, yeah, they're 14, 15 years old. They work here a couple years, and then they leave, and then there's this void, and some things just can't be replaced. The energy, the um, the, um, – well, I can't even think right now. Just – what they bring to the restaurant, the spirit, the just the great attitude, 
um, just fantastic. And then to see him leave, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like a, I'm not a parent. I don't have kids. But I can't imagine when your kid leaves co- to go to college or to leave home and uh, that void that's there, it's, it's, it's got to be kind of painful. Because quite frankly, you know, yeah, there are a couple times I started crying because it was like, oh, my God, these guys, I'm never going to see him again. You know, and they come back and visit. Or like when they are here for the summer, they're on break, they want to work here, and they do. Uh, and that's great because they really loved working here. And they, they, they really brought a lot to the success of the restaurant. I mean, gosh, we've been open since 2019. Every year, uh, we have gotten busier and busier and busier. Our sales go up every single year. That is a wonderful thing, especially uh, through COVID and through everything that's happened, uh, recession things uh, in this area, it's just an amazing, an amazing task. And yeah, we have great food. Uh, it's wonderful. But I really believe it's our staff that has kept bringing people back. Look at our reviews on Google and wherever else. You, you know, they always say how friendly and upbeat the staff is, you know. Uh, and that's important. You know, you have to be able to, when people walk in here, they have to feel that energy, that that vibe, that it's a, a very inviting place. And um, again, I've been very lucky to have the staff that I've had. Uh, and they buy into it and they execute it. And it's not forced. You know, it's just who they are. You know, these bubbly, smiley, cheerful people never worked in a restaurant before. <laughs> Many of them never even mopped or swept or done any kind of cleaning, anything in their life. And they just dive into it with both feet. It's just so great and so rewarding. And, uh, again, I, I, I couldn't be luckier. Um, it's not all, you know, it's not all roses. Obviously, there are times where it's very frustrating and things don't go according to plan. Uh, and I have to uh, realize that, um, uh, you know, I am working with younger people and there is a generational gap you know i mean just in the few years we've been open the verbiage and the context and things in the landscape of what goes on has changed dramatically you know and um uh, they they constantly remind me and teach me and uh tell me and help me to learn and understand that gap so, I mean, again, you know, I'll say something like, you can't say that anymore. That's, <laughs> you can't, you can't use that term anymore. You can't talk like that anymore. You can't. And I'm like, whoa, okay, great. Thank you. You know, I mean, I can't, myself at my age, I have to constantly uh, be learning and be open to be uh, told what, what's, what's right, what's wrong, whatever. So um, it's, it's a good thing for me. Uh, it kind of keeps me young, I think. Uh, I'm kind of a goof anyway, as everybody knows, if you know me, you know, so it's, it's nice. Um, and it's a nice little challenge, to be honest with you. It's a, it's a challenge to kind of just come in and have that positive attitude uh, and be upbeat and, uh, and hold these guys accountable for that same kind of thing, you know, lead by example and, and have them follow. And then, they, and then I get out of the way and then it's theirs. They do it. So, um, but again, there are those days, you know, you come in, you're like, Ugh, you know, you're just not feeling it. But it's funny how they will be quick to remind you or they will point out or something happens that just turns it around like that just right away and you're feeling great about it. So, um, yeah, I, 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 yeah. So I love coming in here on Mondays. We're closed. And um, 
hopefully this podcast will get some legs. I'm not expecting anything huge to happen. Uh, as far as the off the menu for the restaurant, I do want that to be a hit. I want that to catapult us and to create more business and uh, interest in the restaurant. And there are a ton of things we can do, which I'm very, very excited about. Uh, and uh, that can be discussed uh, on that podcast. Having guests, uh, you know, special guests come in from Northwestern, uh, be it athletes, coaches, people that work in the, you know, the, the, even the president of the university, uh, people from Evanston city government, um, people on the, in, on the street here, the community, you know, noise has a lot of businesses that, uh, you know, we need to bring, uh, attention to, and that'll all be on the, off the menu podcast. Uh, just a very, what's it like to work in a restaurant? What's a restaurant all about, but more of a business and, and just kind of, uh, opening opening the door or pulling the curtain back behind life in a restaurant and what it's really all about because people get a perception sure the tv shows and i've said this before you know there are the shows on there hell's kitchen or all the kitchen cooking shows or the bear which is a huge hit you know and people are like oh that's how it is working well yes and no you know yes and no everything's everything's kind of relative there there's 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 yes and no so anyway that's what that uh, the off the menu is going to be stacked and folded off the menu. Again, uh, our first podcast was today, and that will be posted soon. So stay tuned to, for that, and that'll be available off the Instagram. Of course, it is going to be on um, all the platforms: uh, Spotify, Google. Uh, you'll be able to hear it uh, on those p- uh, platforms as well. So um, switching gears here, we, let's take it to some things I just want to talk about. Um, I have, and I'm, this is not whining. It's going to sound like whining, so I apologize in advance. I'm not whining. I'm just, this is a fact. I really haven't had a vacation vacation in, in a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yes, uh, I left Stacked and Folded uh, in 2021 um, for nine months. And that's a different conversation, which we can get into. Uh, it was just... It was it, I, it just I needed to leave, um, and I did. And uh, being so close by, you know, I'd stop in and see the restaurant and see what's going on. And it just got to the point where I was just like, "Oh my god," you know. And things happened, and they needed another manager. So I I met with Josh and Tara. And they asked if I, you know, if I'd be interested in coming back. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I mean, this is not good what's going on here. Um, The restaurant needed, it was just not being run correctly. It wasn't being managed. How about that? It was not being managed the way it needed to be managed. Um, I used to work with this guy and he'd say, the asylums are running the, uh, the the inmates are running the asylum or, you know, the, 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 Tails wagging the dog or whatever. Uh, and that's kind of what it was. Th- there was no management happening. It was um, some kids that they had put in charge. And n- no offense, they did a great job. It's just that there are a lot of things were falling through the cracks. Um, cleanliness, ordering, just general business. Uh, the, the hospitality aspect was kind of slipping a little bit. Things that, you know, guests notice uh, when they come in. So anyway, 
back to the original thing. I haven't had really a vacation, especially since I came back. I have not had a vacation. Uh, and I'm going to be going on a vacation, a real get on a plane and go away. Uh, and this is the big thing. It's, I'm going back to Southern California where I lived for 28 plus years and going back to Newport Beach where um, I'm going back for a couple of reasons. One, uh, I want to spread my uh, parents' ashes out there because they lived there for a while. They live in three separate places and I want to spread them in those places. And then also at the beach they used to love going to, little Corona they'd always go to. Uh, and uh, I, if I have friends out there, so I'll see them. Uh, I have not been back there since 20, since uh, 2008, I believe. 2008, 2009. I moved back here in 2007. Uh, and so I, I, I went back a couple times then, and then I have not been back since. Have I? No. Have, have I? I don't th- no, no. Oh, I, yeah, I, went, I, I, I did. I flew in for a day for an interview, believe it or not. A company flew me out there for a day for an interview, and then f- I had to fly back that same day. Ridiculous, right? Yeah. Literally flew there, interview, got back on the plane, and flew back home here in Illinois. But I haven't, I haven't spent any time there, especially in Newport, uh, which is where I lived for the majority of the time. Uh, and I'm really, you know, I mean, it was... I, I, it was mixed. I usually go to Florida because we used to go to Florida a lot when I was a kid. And um, we, we, I'd stay at the pl- same hotel we'd stay at. But this time, I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's, let's, go, to, let's go to Southern California. And, um, yeah, Newport. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. Uh, I'm going to see some friends, uh, which I'm excited about. Uh, some I haven't seen, uh, again, some I haven't seen in 20 years believe it or not, you know, when we were working on the Rusty Pelican. And uh, so it'll be good. It'll be, it'll be a lot of fun, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, be there for a few days. Got to rent a car so I can drive around because traffic in Southern California sucks, as we all know. It's terrible. But uh, one of the places my folks used to live was uh, in Laguna, Laguna Woods, which is Laguna Niguel area. And um, it's a Leisure World property. I think it's still there. I'm pretty sure it's still there. It was huge. It is a secured uh, entrance. You know, there's a guard there, and so I'm going to have to try to explain myself to let me in uh, to go uh, where they used to live and spread their ashes, like, in, on, the, on the bushes around the house or whatever. They lived in a great place. That place was awesome. It was right on, on top of this uh, valley, and when the windows were open, you just had this wonderful fragrance of the flowers that were growing on the hills there it was and this nice breeze that came through and they were on the end of the street so there was nothing else it was just th- th- where they were it was just a valley and a hill behind them so like all these critters would walk by at night and everything and it was just an awesome awesome place that they uh lived at so anyway yeah uh southern california that's in a couple weeks this week um we, one of our managers is going away uh, on a personal thing. And then w- next week, uh, uh, the other manager is going to be gone. So ne- next week's going to be a hell week. I'm telling you right now, it's just going to be a hell week uh, for me. Just working the six days and I'm opening every day, which is not a big deal. I don't mind opening at all. In fact, I'm looking forward to that. But I mean, it'll be six days solid and then I'll leave uh, and I'll go away. So I'm, I'm pedal the metal pushing through for that week 
And when I'm, when I'm done on that Sunday, go home, pack, and go. I'm not leaving Sunday. I'm leaving Monday, I think, right? Jeez, I don't even know my, my plane flying that leaves. But, uh, yeah, so I'll be able to I'll sleep. It's a morning flight, you know, so I, I leave here uh, somewhat early. It's the time change and everything, and I will um, get there, sleep on the plane. It's such a long ride. And uh, flying in at uh, Orange County, John Wayne, SNA, get the rent a car, and shoot right over. Uh, it's going to be so weird driving around, man. God, just all the places. It's, I, it'll probably be like I never left. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I really don't. I mean, I lived there for so long, and that was life. That was it. I never was going to leave there, ever. Ever, ever, ever was I going to leave Southern California. And then uh, my folks moved back here uh, uh, in the early 2000s, and then I'm like, okay, I, I have to come back here and move back. My parents are here. They're getting older. I don't want to be three, 4,000 miles away, and something happened. So then that's when I moved back in 2007. But I'm telling you, uh, and maybe you guys can relate to this if you're still listening, yay. Uh, but I, that drive, when I finally moved, I made a decision to move, and I got a job uh, with McCormick & Schmicks, which was actually a really great job, to be honest with you. It was good. They paid really well, and everything. It was, it was, it was a great opportunity. It was a great challenge, great learning whole that's a whole nother conversation that was an amazing thing but um i packed i had my stuff they came and got it moved away and then i left and got my car and drove uh and i'll never forget you know i'm like okay this is great i'm driving do 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 you know first first stop you know i go and i think i stopped like in denver or vale or something like that first i drove straight to there and i stopped that night Got up the next day, get in the car, drive, do, 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 do. You go down, you know, 80, you go down, uh, and then you hit uh, Kansas or whatever. Driving, nighttime, and all of a sudden, when I hit Iowa, I freaked, freaked out, just like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm leaving my life behind in Southern California. All my friends, everybody, uh, everything that I've known, I'm, I'm leaving it. And, and I, I literally just started, like, panicking and I almost I pulled off the road and I started crying and freaking out and so I called home and this is where parents man I'm telling this is where I miss my mom and dad sometimes I called and my mom answered and she goes oh dear you know and she was very nice and then she just passed the phone to my dad and I'm telling you amazing my dad says to me look I understand you're scared I understand you're freaking out totally normal. You know, this is a big change, but look, you're here. It doesn't work out. You move back. You know, you're, you're always, you can always go back. It's not a big thing. You you're here. We're looking forward to you coming. We're looking forward to having you here, but if it doesn't work out and this isn't the right thing, you can always go back. You're not, that world's not dying. It's not going anywhere. It, it'll be there whenever you want it. And I just, it just, he just talked me off the ledge, like unbelievable. And I never had a moment with him like that before where he just literally calmed me down and I could feel his embrace over the phone, you know? I could feel him just like hugging me and making me feel so much better, which, oh, man, it was incredible, incredible. And, and, and when he was... 
near the end of his life, we, uh, we thought he was going to go, and we were in the hospital, and um, he looked at me and grabbed my hand and told me how proud he was of me. And he never really ever said that before. You know, my parents never really understood why I got into restaurants, what the allure was with working in the restaurants, what kind of a job, whatever. But he, at that, when he grabbed my hand and he looked at me and he said, Beezer, I'm really, really proud of you and I love you. And I just, I lost it, lost it. Talk about memories flooding your head. I had to turn away and I just started crying and you know, it was, I miss you dad. I miss you too, mom. Uh, so I, that's why I need to go spread their ashes out there. Um, whether you believe that stuff or not, I don't know, but I think uh, they'd appreciate that. So anyway, Whew, yeah. Okay. That's a lot to unpack. Anyway, um, a little bit about me. If you don't know me, you don't. That you never heard of me. I've been working in restaurants since I was 16. My first restaurant job was at a place called, and this is a real place. They were a chain across the country. It's called Little Black Sambo's. It's like the, it's like a Denny's. Um, and I worked there. I got hired as a dishwasher because I wanted to buy a, a new bike. And my dad said, "I'm you. You have to earn it. I'm not going to buy another bike." Because the bike I had got stolen. Second time, I, I got a bike, got stolen. And then they gave me another bike, and it got stolen. This time my dad's like, look, you want a bike, you got to buy it. And I wanted a 10-speed, one of those big, nice 10-speed with the Ram, a Schwinn Continental with the Ram, with the, with, the, with the round handlebars, you know. And he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, you got to get a job. So I got a job uh, washing dishes. I think I got a dollar ten an hour. Uh, I was called a DMO, dish, dish machine operator. And you were also the busboy, and you had to vacuum the whole restaurant and clean and do all this stuff. And uh, it was great because other people from my high school worked there and people that I never would have, they, you know, the whole social class thing in high schools, you know, the cliques and stuff like that. You know, you don't even talk to these people in school, but they, we worked together at this restaurant and they would acknowledge me and they would talk to me. And I'm like, whoa. And then finally, we, you know, we get to school, they would actually say hi to me and stuff like that. It's like, wow, you know, this is kind of cool. And the interaction with everybody. And then uh, they, you know, the couple of cooks like, hey, come on up here, help us out, you know, and here, make some soup. And, and one thing led to another. And I'm like, wow, this is really great, you know. Um, and then when I went to college, I, I got a job at a, at a pizza place. My sister already worked there. She, I went to the same college my sister, I know. Western Illinois University, the fighting leathernecks of Western Illinois University. It was called Aurelio's Pizza, which is down in Macomb. Uh, of course, they're real famous here in Chicago. Great pizza, by the way. Uh, and I got hired there as a, yes, dishwasher. Uh-huh. And uh, I was, this summer, I went down in the summer, and I was washing dishes, and it was all by hand. There was no machine. You had to do everything by hand. Uh, and then, you know, Jimmy Buick was the owner, and uh, he was a great guy, um, took really good care of me and, and my, everybody. He, take, he took great care of the staff, you know. He was a wonderful owner. Um, 
a little bit of a hothead sometimes, but the guy was, he, his heart was in the right place. And then, you know, I moved up and I started making sauces and things like that. And then I got to move up and I started cooking pizzas. But no, you, you had to start on the dough roller. So you had to roll the dough out first for everything and, and put them all in the, in the pans before you got to actually cook. And then you didn't actually cook first. You had to go and you had to build the pizzas. So you had to put the sauce and all the ingredients and everything like that. And you had to know everything by heart, the different numbers. I think there was, there was one through 20 or one through 30 types of pizzas and you had to know them all and you so the orders would come in and you blah, blah, blah. then you finally got to cook um and uh so it was it was good and i worked there for three years i think at the pizza place and it was fantastic uh i realized college was not my thing uh i stopped going to school and at that point my parents said well if you're not gonna go to school anymore we're not gonna uh, you know they used to send me like a, a a weekly allowance or whatever, or a monthly, whatever it was, they sent me a check for expenditures and things. They said, "Well, if you're not gonna, if you're not going to school, then we're not gonna send you. It's just there in your." So I, I, I stopped going to school and I worked at the pizza place, and uh, moved into this apartment. I moved off, you know, I wasn't going to school, so I couldn't stay in the dorms anymore. And um, it was uh, fifty-five bucks a month was the rent. <laughs> I had a room in this house. And then I worked at the pizza place. And then I worked there for about, after I quit college, I was there for about another six months, maybe eight months, 10 months, and decided, uh, at that time, my parents were in California. Uh, long story short, when I graduated high school, my dad got accepted a job out in California. So yeah, I followed my parents to California, truth be told. And so I, I moved, moved, put everything in boxes. My dad came, got me, we moved, flew to California. Did not know anybody but my mom and dad. Nobody. And uh, started going to Orange Coast College and taking classes there. And so did my mom, believe it or not. <laughs> we went and registered together. <laughs> she was taking our classes, which she loved. Uh, her teacher was Donna something. Was her name Donna? Anyway, my mom loved it, uh, taking these art classes. And uh, I was taking classes for broadcasting and just general stuff. And... Um, Realized that I was 21 years old and living at home with mom and dad in Southern California in 1981. This is, by the way, 1981. Uh, I graduated high school in 1978. So there's your time span. Uh, yeah, I just like, I can't. So I wanted to move out, but I needed a job. So I saw an ad in the paper and they were opening a new restaurant in Irvine. And they were hiring, and they were just, it was a job fair, come on down. So I went in there and uh, filled out the application, was waiting. There's a whole, there are two trailers, and there was a whole bunch of people. Like, it was huge. Um, and I go in, and I sit down, and the gentleman interviews me. His name is Dick Watson. And he goes, Chris Reimer, yeah, I said, so you have really no real experience as a, what are you applying for? And I said, a cook. And he goes, okay, well, you really have you worked at a pizza place? I said, yeah, I asked about it. He goes, and I'm like, oh, you know, this is not going well. I couldn't answer any questions about cooking or anything like that. And they're like, you're perfect. You're perfect. When can you start? I mean, what, what, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, you're exactly what we need. You have no bad habits. You have no prior knowledge. We we will teach you everything you need to know. That company is called the Rusty Pelican. And I spent the next 11 years of my life working for that company, seven of them as a cook and the rest as a server in the front of the house. 
Uh, I went. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation because I went around the country and I opened restaurants. I became good at what I did, believe it or not, as a cook. Uh, I, be, I was so good. I, I They wanted me to go around and open restaurants and train new people. And that's what I did for majority of my time with them. I went around and opened restaurants. I think I opened 14 restaurants for them, traveling all across the country. Uh, you spent about two, three months at each location, at each restaurant. Sometimes you had to go back a few months later to help uh, get things going. And in between openings, I got to work with the corporate chef and implement new uh, menu I- menu items. And I'd travel around and would go to the restaurants and show everybody how to do the new items. You know, uh, there was a bunch of different things we were adding to the menu. So I, I'd be the one that would take everything and show everybody how to do it. Uh, it was a lot. I mean, talk about, wow, that's just a whole nother chapter of just like unbelievable lifestyle. The people that I met and and then a lot of these people I'm going to see in three weeks uh, in Southern California because a lot of them are still there. They actually had a reunion last year for the Rusty Pelican of all these people. And I didn't go because I'm a dumb I'm a dumb shit. I'm an idiot because I should have gone. All these guys went there, and I saw the pictures. I'm like, oh, my God, look at all these guys. I know all these freaking people. And, yeah, so it'll be fun to go back and see a few of them uh, in a couple weeks. So, anyway, uh, coming up on a half an hour, I think it's enough time for enough chatter for me. If you have listened to this uh, and you find it interesting, I appreciate it, and let me know. Leave a comment um, if you can. Uh, email, I guess. Should I give an email? Should I, I should need to set up an email for this. Um, testing the equipment. Gmail or something like that. But anyway, thank you very much, everybody. Uh, there, I have a lot of stories. I got a lot of res- restaurant stories. I got a lot of stories about things that just have happened. Maybe you can relate to them. Maybe you can't. Maybe you're bored. You just want something to listen to. Um it's not going to be political. It's not going to be, invig- you know, it's, oh, my God, that's amazing. But, wow, yeah. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Again, today is Monday, July 31st. This is Testing the Equipment. My name is Chris Reimer. Thank you very much if you listen to this. I appreciate it, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.